Yeah. So guys, uh, I guess the first thing we'll do is welcome everyone to episode 12. I think. I think. Yeah. I, 12. I, you know what the funniest thing is? I never before an episode look to see what number it is. I'm no, like, we could I'm be always, totally off. Yeah, like, like welcome have, to the April 12th. Yeah, I could yeah. be totally <laughs> the last one. Like, I'm like, yeah. and that's like my last thing. I'm like, you know, I, not that we prep a lot because no one wants to listen to a prepped podcast. That's why no. people, the, the feedback we're getting is that love you guys because it's not scripted. You guys are well prepared, but not prepped. It's not a prepped thing. It's more casual. No, no script. And people are digging that. So I'm like, cool. Good. I'm glad. So, uh, but I shout really should <laughs> shout out to to anybody who takes the time to listen to us. Yeah. My wife said much. to me yesterday, she's like, she listened to part of the uh, the last podcast, which had our, uh, our good friend Patty on. And she said, so like, do all you guys do is just go on the internet and shoot shit? I'm like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Pretty much. That's it. So, again, I really should, <laughs> as, as, as as kind of like the, the, the mediator for these two fools, I should at least look into what number we're at, but I don't. Yes. So, I'm going to say 12. Sounds right. Welcome to episode 12 of the Deke's Night Silly Podcast. Your hosts, Kylie Murren, myself, Ryan Gates, and Chad Newman there on the bottom. So, uh, I guess titter-tatter. Let's get at her. Um, so, Lee Sabs, Saturday night. Saturday night? Is it Saturday? No. No, I said the same thing earlier, honest to God. (laughs) I swear, I was coming in over the stairs, and I was talking to Adam's mom, and she was saying something about... I don't know. She was cheating on her diet. I'm sorry if I'm telling on her. And uh, I was like, what odds? It's Saturday night. I was like, what odds? It's Saturday night. And I was like, no, it's not. It's Monday. (laughs) So weird. It's Monday ever if it feels like Saturday. Yeah, it was really weird. But yeah, Yeah. anyway, it was definitely a Monday game. That's for sure. I think the Leafs just just treat it like like it was it was a Monday game. It was a Monday start. They felt they were feeling the Monday blues. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. I Monday, think. mundane is another Oof, word that we use. It was horrible. Um, Deadline. So we're basically, might as well jump into what we're talking about here. This is Monday night. Leafs, Habs in Montreal. Uh, Jack Campbell has set a record since our last one. Um, he's now yes. the whole record holder, of course, for the most consecutive wins from start of the season for the entire league at 11. And I'm so glad that's over with. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that that was affecting Jack more than. Yeah. Because he was a different goalie up until win number 10. Right. He, so I think he like, like listening to him and like his past, I feel like he's the type of player who does get in his head and, you know, goals get to him. You could see him out there getting, you know, emotional and you could tell he was like, swearing obviously um but uh yeah so i agree i agree i'm glad it's kind of over yep no i uh that's what i'm gonna take away from this as a good thing mm-hmm. get back to focusing on the task at hand now that's right playing like a team playing for something other than a record because there are there's no records to be played for in that regard for a goalie in the playoffs you just need a goalie who's gonna be good um yeah. i didn't think he was good last game obviously let him five um i didn't I'm not going to say I didn't think he was good tonight. I just thought he was average. I thought in a third period he was good. Yeah. A little too late. You know what I mean? Um, 
lot of it comes back to to me that weird first goal kind of kind of set the tone for the game and while they battled back and tied it up the Leafs never really had much jump either no. they had a couple moments but they couldn't yeah. hang on to that gas <clears throat> it wasn't like the ottawa game where they were jump 60 60 minutes they were going right yeah yeah and then ottawa would come I, back all of a sudden and yeah it wasn't a they just edge. they just didn't have it in them tonight they really didn't i feel like they were like you know what we beat the record but it's been like go 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 these last whatever it was five six games the streak they had going and it was just like you know what look where we're two there were like six i think points up on winnipeg and winnipeg lost tonight which was a blessing so ottawa beat them thank you yeah, ottawa calgary tomorrow night yeah that's but you know what i think we might have big save dave and you know what big he's gonna do Riddick. he's gonna stand on his head and be big save dave that's all. so so pretty excited or he, or he lets in 12 not really or sure he lets in 12 yeah and he could be like you know what i've always hated this team i'm only here for a month like my <laughs> old team nah do i do, have you ever wondered that though if players ever think about that well i mean you got you, you you can't help but wonder it because i mean they're just humans like the rest of us yeah I mean, if like Felino, if felino's just going back to columbus after this year yeah. i mean i'm not i'm not questioning his dedication or his interest level or anything but i mean he's not part of the team he's only just uh, you know what i mean not, i don't, yeah, I don't want to say I've, that either i've thought about it too listen but rentals are are exactly that they are rentals like a car Mm -hmm. you take a car rental and it's yours for a little while and you use it you abuse it you get rid of it yep you really treat it like your own car yeah it has a purpose purpose. and that's it rental players are not the same as a player who's been playing on the team for 82 games 52 games whatever whatever the season we want you to play like that for the time that you're here yes yeah i believe they will i'm I'm certainly not questioning nick nick felino as as a as a at the quality player i love the the end of the day talking about this so if they're a rental it's because they're on an expiring contract so they do have to play and like they're gonna have to reference their x number last number of games no matter what that is or who it's with uh, chances are if you're a rental, you're going because a team is on a playoff run. So you have to show that you perform. So I would hope that they're going to play just like they would, whether it be their hometown team or well, his he dad runs, play he for wants the Leafs. Really bad. So I yeah. think he's fine into this group. The way that it, they, the way that they made it out to be was like, they kind of give him the option is the way it seemed to me. I don't know if you guys got that same impression. Well, yeah. yeah they, they had to, he had an all move cross. Yep. Okay, that's right. what I assumed. I didn't actually yeah. look it up yesterday. We're getting I was way just... ahead of ourselves here. Like, we are, yeah, because we were at the top of the podcast. game, and now that okay, yeah. let me, let's sorry, just I was... dial, <laughs> let's dial it back a bit there, Miss Off Topic. Well, um, all right, well, Dave, actually, Riddick, I, I didn't bring it up. Is Tachuk going to try to uh, squat uh, Big Save Dave's head or what? That would be funny. He does it with everybody I, else. I seen a tweet today that's that was it was a, it was a uh, Flames fan, and he said, "I guess I'm cheering for." Uh, the Leafs in the playoffs. He said, "Because I refuse mm-hmm. to cheer against Dave Riddick and TJ Rody." <laughs> so, oh, I feel that, like I did see that. I that's high praise, that. right? Yeah. So let's dial it back even a little bit further. Game. Okay. All right. So, okay. uh, one thing I did notice at the end of the game, uh, and I noticed throughout the game too, Galchenyuk wasn't that good. Uh, right. No. There's been a couple Top of things. Line. While while he's been effective since he came over. Um, I have noticed his, his, his hockey IQ is there, 
like the passes he wants to make and wants to accept are there but i find his timing is just a little off like his passes haven't been good since he came you you know he hasn't been like yeah not connecting yeah he's not connecting and and he's not connecting with the passes sent his way Mm -hmm. so that was a noticeable thing for me throughout the game i was like by the third period he won't be on this line anymore if he keeps this up and sure enough by the time it got to crunch time we started seeing thornton on that line they were shuffling people around. I was like, who, like, what? I, that was the move I didn't want Keith, Keith to make. I was like, don't, Keith don't, does that every time, though. Every time they're losing, there when he always does that. Them for the goal. Listen, I, that was the worst decision he could have made. And he but, and Thornton did it last game, too. He took a pen. Well, he didn't take do that this game. But putting him out at the, at the end of the game, I mean, is the decision I'm talking about that Keith made. It's just like, no. No, at, at, no. at the end like, of the game, if you're looking to get to, to spark the top line, there's only one person you can put on there, and that's Zach Hyman. Then then fiddle with your second line. But I think Keith loves his newfound second line, understandably. They're yep. great for two games. Yeah. Well, they weren't great tonight. They, had, they did have a couple of very effective shifts. Um, But, uh, but yeah, Zach Hyman is, is, is what the Strata stirs to drink on the first line. We all know that. Putting Always. Thornton there, slowing things down. He's not a, he's not a shooter, so he, they take away that threat that doubles down on people teaming up on Matthews. They're not they're not protecting against Thornton's shot like they would Galchenyuk even. But no. uh, yeah, I don't I don't like. Like I said, I knew Galchenyuk was going to get plucked from that line just to try and stir it. But I was like, no, not Thornton. Like anybody, Spezza. I know. You know Simmons. I don't care who. Just just uh, somebody, I'm just somebody who's going to go to the net, go hard. I don't know. And I love Joe Thornton. I'm not. This is not a. This is not a knock on Joe. It's just a knock on using Joe at the right places at the right time. I just don't think. That's yeah, right. Joe has just been kind of ineffective though the last little bit. I don't know if it's time to maybe just give him a break. Like why? I know. Well, right now we're we're without like William Nylander and Nick Robertson got a chance tonight. But there are some people waiting in the wings who might have a better shot. Just give Thornton a day or two off, you know, because there is a lot of hockey coming up now to stretch. Oh, same as I last just, game. Me and Dad watched this one together. And I, I was, just don't I was ex- think that, like... Yeah. I was explaining to Dad who Nick Robertson was for starters because, like, again, mm-hmm. he's a rookie. Dad haven't seen him play before. So he's not a fourth game. liner, so second don't game. expect, like, a checker out of this guy. He's, no. he's no. not going to be effective on a fourth line. Definitely it, it, not. It's just to get his legs going tonight was. Well, even Potter yeah. said he said, "Gee, he's really fast." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, he's he, he's not he going really to stay in there." Oh no! And I, I said to Dad, I said, "If he gets a shot, he'll probably score." And I was just waiting for him to he get a shot. Right? Yeah, he just he couldn't close. get a shot away, and uh, I'd like to see him get some elevated minutes. Again, it, it all goes back to what we talked about, episode four, three, two. I don't even know. You got to <laughs> see what you got. You got like now's the time. You're in first place. You're gonna make the playoffs. Right. Yes. There's probably no going to have now at this So point. now is time to decide. What do you have, Nick Robertson? Do you have a guy who we can play in the playoffs? I think you do. I think mm-hmm. he's a legitimate top six forward for me. He did um, good in the play-in rounds this summer. Oh, yeah, he had a goal. Yeah. yeah. Right? He did well um, for like someone who's never played an NHL game in his life, or had an NHL. Well, like, did he do training camp? Yes, he did a training camp. Well, he needs a nice fast line to be on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like and Ingval and Mikheyev, I think, are two good line mates for him. Um, the only problem with that being Ingval being the centerman, I don't think the Leafs are on board with that. Like, I don't think they're really enjoying Ingval at center. I don't enjoy Ingval. I don't either, but from what I've like read over the last, um, yeah, over the last few days, of course, talking about trade deadline and whatnot, they were discussing like, you know, options and everything. And 
that was the word around the block that, yeah, they're not really loving Ingval at center. They would like to have another option. And I guess enter Nick Plano. But yes, we will get to that. Mm-hmm. Well, so. why don't we just get to that? Because that's what really, okay. no, no, no one who's listening yeah, to this like podcast this, the wants to hear, but is, the Leafs losing anyway. Yeah, the game was crap. Yeah, yeah. the game was crap. Let's just talk about what we want to talk delivered. about, which is our new additions and how Carl Dubas didn't give up any roster players or prospects just picks who we don't even know who they may turn into steve Daniels will do say, a video in five years telling us who they were turned into and we'll be like yeah we got a cup that's what we'll hopefully be saying in five well, years all the doubters always say Shoot you it. can't keep them all you're gonna have to trade away some of them sometimes exactly i don't and he keeps like, doing listen, it they're saying next year draft year is going to be crap especially after covid um and i mean of course there's it's probably risky. gonna be a couple yeah so like and if the leafs hopefully go far knock on wood i'm not gonna knock because my dogs will bark <laughs> but it'll be like you know a 31st 32nd pick hopefully but that is audio. yeah so i guess i guess we talk about the leafs big acquisition uh they yeah. made a big splash uh they acquired from san jose sharks anti suamela <laughs> good one that's a good try. Better than what I would have done. <laughs> okay, so we'll start off. Let's work our way to the top because uh, that's more exciting to me. So that was the trade. That actually happened today. It was a deadline yeah. day trade. Um, it was obviously just a contract dump. It was uh, player out, player in. The player in is going to play in the AHL. The player out had his chance. It was kind of meh. It was great at the AHL level. Meh mm-hmm. at the NHL level. So low risk, you know. Low risk, low low reward. So and you know, he still might he's, make it. Yeah, I I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised on, on a on a team that's not as deep as the Leafs at forward. Barabanov gets more ice and gets more opportunity, and I think he can play in the NHL. There's no question that to me. He's an NHL player, but not with the Leafs anymore. So no. uh, that's probably our least he impressive trade. Um, moving on up, we also acquired. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry, boys. It's COVID. <laughs> Confirmed. Do not even joke about that. Yeah, shouldn't, there, shouldn't joke. buddy. Well, well we're not yeah. Ontario. Newfoundland is, uh, is is doing their own thing right now, and it's uh, it's doing going well. well, but it's not amazing. So no, no. joking about Ryan having COVID. I guess. No, um, do not. Do uh, not. Trade next trade the defenseman. So we got from where, and his name is who? Somebody else want to jump in? And uh-huh. yep. Ben Hutton. We got Ben Hutton ben from Anaheim. Journeyman or, of the uh, former Vancouver Canucks. He was why was he a, a seventh round pick or something that we got him for? A fifth round no, pick? No, he was, he was a fifth. Fifth. Trade, yeah, trade fifth a fifth round pick, for fifth ben, uh, right. ben Sutton. Um, Sutton, Sutton he's, not, he's, a, he's a usable player. Um, I looked up uh, earlier. Uh, he was logging on average 18 minutes a night. Oh, well, there you Still, go. This, this I mean, season, and he didn't miss any games. Oh, yeah, and I'm, games, but no like sustained injuries. We'll say the Sharks and the Sharks not being a strong team, like you can't really give them a good evaluation based on that. I don't think like based on it, and we're not based on his minutes, but I mean based on like looking at his stats because I did the same. I looked them up. Um, no, he is a defenseman, so I don't expect you to go out and score goals. That's not his job. That's not what no. they brought him in for. So he no. is he is what we lost when we lost Miko Lettinen, except he's got more experience. So yeah, he's, so, he's our number uh, seven guy. There you go. He can break the puck out if he need if need be. He can play physical if need be. Eh, for a fifth round pick, uh, we needed a little bit of depth. 
Like mm-hmm. a seven or eight guy. I was hoping for a, a, a little bit of a better defenseman, but if that guy is not available at a reasonable price, then I'm fine with Ben Hutton. Well, it might be Sandine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, I'm cool. What we've got, we've, we've we, the, our 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 six that we're currently using for the last twenty games have been. It's been fine. Has yeah. been fine. They're, they're, I'm okay with it. They're not the league's best, but they're certainly respectable. Well, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't think there's a big lot to talk about there, unless you guys want to jump in with anything else you discovered. No, your... but uh, same thing with Riddick is insurance, yeah. just being ready just in case someone goes down. Yeah. I mean, I feel good. It's, I think it's great moves. Mm-hmm. So that's trade number three. So we uh, yep. we pulled off. This was, I think was this technically a day a a, a, a um, deadline day trade? It would have been in Newfoundland, I guess. Because it was, it was last midnight. night. It was after midnight last night, but mm-hmm. I don't think it was in Ontario. Yeah, okay, not officially. But Maybe I don't know. See if I can for find us out. East coasters who are diehards and stay up till. Uh, you know what I love? I love when there's games at West. And people in Ontario, oh, I got to stay up so late to watch. The I game. know. It comes yeah. on at, at uh, friggin' eight o'clock. o'clock or yeah, o'clock they're like, well, no, like, that it's usually no, o'clock. it's eight thirty. Is it? No, yeah. Well, I'm thinking eight thirty for us, seven for them. So they when it's West twelve for us, it's like ten thirty for them. It's yeah. like, hey, it's midnight here, man. Like, mm-hmm. oh, nine thirty p.m. I'm sorry, it's eleven. Let me get the eleven thirty starts. It's so funny because like every time you see a post of somebody complaining about that and they're on in Ontario or something, there's always a Newfoundlander yeah. who's after like either commenting Please. or whatever. Yeah, there's always, isn't it? It's so funny. Yeah. It's like, oh hey, another new feature. If there's yeah, a Newfoundlander like, there, you know he's gonna chime. Chime yeah, in. Yeah, always. There's one of them. <laughs> we have this uh, this, this no, keen peace. ability not to be able to keep our mouths shut. <laughs> Some people uh, appreciate is. that. Works well for a podcast. Apparently, people seem to like that we just talk continually and they tend to listen to and us. Just, yes. Yeah, it, it works. And uh, we've had very <laughs> few people tear us apart on our podcast yet. So that's always nice. <laughs> so far, so good. No Patty tonight. Too no, bad. no Patty tonight. No Patty tonight. No. We'll have to get him on again. Yeah. With you, Chad. The, I missed it, out on the Patty episode. Yeah. yeah he, was of, was he was a bit of a natural, a actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not we all knew he would. God, I've never seen anybody who likes to talk leaves more than. I mean, he's he likes to talk leaves more than anybody I've ever met in my life. I right. mean, I think the day yeah. I met Chad, I think I think it was the the day I met Chad. Um, you came over to my house with your wife. I think it was something baby related, one of the kids' birthdays or something. Yeah, you had uh, a baby group on the go, and you had people over just before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, me and my buddy Ted, who'll be on as a guest too one of these days, I'm sure, because he's a diehard. We were chatting oh, yeah. Nylander in the porch, and. Uh, this guy mm-hmm. sticks his head around the corner. He's like, "Do I hear someone say Nylander? Get my boots off! I'm like, hey, <laughs> get my boots off! I'm like, hey, this man. was Chad. So we he bust in because yeah. Nylander was still in the AHL. Then they had just been down and they had played a game at mile one and the Marlies and all these caps and blah blah blah. Anyway, yeah. me and Chad have been talking Leafs for a long time too. But uh, when it comes Ever to since. Patty, Patty's at a different level, man. Patty, oh, yeah. Patty's at a Patty's at an obsessive level. So shout out hashtag Pooster Patty Pooster. Good go, man. Pooster. We love Patty. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you missed the Patty episode, but that's okay. Like I said, we got lots of those, those average Joe episodes, I think, are going to be a bit of a hit. People seem to dig yeah, it. Yeah, they're good because it, it will, it's nice to have just another perspective on, too, sometimes, right? Because the three of us are always going to have our own opinions, and just sometimes it's nice to switch it up a bit. And, and that, that's 100% true. We and um, your stories, we got the group too, right? Get people yeah, off the everybody group got, that we have. It's, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. there's lots. 
I'm looking we forward definitely to getting... got to get Norma on. She's definitely yes. a fave. And I'm looking forward Everybody to getting some average her. Joes on, too, that we don't know. Some people who reach out to us via yeah. the World Wide Web. And they say, I you know what? Had, um, I had a Habs friend actually reach out to me and say, hey, Didn't know you like, had any. I know. There's, like, literally a couple, honestly. Okay. Um, this one's not too bad, though. He's kind of, like, awesome in regards to the Habs. Like, if, God forbid, the Leafs weren't in the playoffs and the Habs were, like, we would cheer for not cheer for the Habs, but you know, we'd rather see the Habs win than the Bruins. If I had it would have to be an off topic to get the um, Habs. Yeah, you're, you're you know. fired. Um, but you know, you feel the same. Can, Canadians over and everything else, hundred percent. But uh, so I'll say he's like that. But anyhow, yeah, he reached out to me and said like, "Oh, uh, anytime. Like, I'd love to come on your podcast. Like, after nice. tonight would have actually been a good time because he knows he would have been loving life." But I, I, I'd love to get a Habs yeah. fan on here after we lose a game to him because. I, I would hate that. And that would make I actually I would, like it, would, TV. it would make my skin crawl. Jerry, Jerry, oh, God. Jerry. I wouldn't be able to do it. I was just like close the laptop. Peace out. <laughs> so we're that was your uh, off topic with Carly Murren, folks. But it anyway, was, we're back to the yeah. trades. So Dave Riddich comes on board. He's our goaltending depth going into the playoffs. Because God only knows what we got Campbell. He's a great goaltender. I'm not disputing that. Is he our number well, one? We don't know. Some people think so. I don't think he's any worse or better than Freddie currently, so we'll see. Dave Riddich, he's given the Leafs fits all season long. Mm-hmm. I've so loved the guy forever. Your your best audition is, is beating the piss out of a team, and he's just been standing on his head. So I've watched yeah. a lot of Dave this year because I haven't in the past him playing at West. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of this this uh, this North Division too. I've gotten a chance to watch because I've watched a few Habs, Calgary, uh, Edmonton, mm-hmm, Ottawa. Like I've watched, oh, a few got to. I wouldn't normally watch, and I've gotten to uh, certainly to Vancouver, uh, the, the Canucks. I uh, I've watched uh, several of their games. I've watched more Canucks hockey this year. I didn't. I think I've probably watched in my entire life. Oh, oh my goodness! Same. And, and that's same. I, that's probably a total of four games. So I'll tell you how much mm-hmm. Canucks hockey I have watched over the years. Yeah. I got a friend of mine who's a diehard Canucks fan. I'm like, how do you be, how, how, first, know, right? how do you become a diehard Canucks fan? <laughs> Two, do you ever have really though? Games? How does that happen? It had to be right? Burry, right? It's got to be Pavel Burry. Yes, that's probably how most no, actually, started. It was Trevor, Trevor Linden what turned him on to it. I was like, really? Okay, whatever. Still, how? But, I was going uh, to say Sedin twins, but they weren't that old. Oh, yeah. Well, I won't say it. I'll, I'll leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. Leave it alone. Anyhow. But yes, yeah, so we picked up Big Save Dave. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think there's a big lot to talk about there, other than that he's a more than comp, comp, uh, capable goaltender. He plays well under do we pressure. Think he's gonna, do we think he's going to play tomorrow night? I I can't imagine why he wouldn't. He's already in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. The game's in Toronto. He was flying oh, into Montreal. He was flying in to meet with the team tonight, I think. So okay. he might have yeah. been in Montreal for the game. I'm not entirely sure. But I know he was on his way. Well, you didn't trade for him he to let him that. rot in the press box. No, so give him some and action, I mean, keep him fresh. they said tonight, um, Campbell, with this being whatever start this is for Campbell now, this is the most he's ever had since like uh, once before in his career was like three years ago or something. <laughs> yeah, <he's mad. laughs> yeah. No, no, that's not straight. Not straight starts. He hasn't had 12 straight starts. Oh, okay. Starts. Yeah. Oh, straight starts. Yeah, okay, whatever. Total. It's straight right now. It's like I was just seven, trying to be saucy. Sorry. I know. And Consecutive it straight. Hardly yeah, <laughs> ever pans out for me, really. No, because I'm too smart for you, right? Yeah, keep trying. <laughs> you, you, and, you and Dr. Tatter definitely smart. Yeah, we're, we're just out of your league. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, okay, so Tyler. moving on, the one that everybody wants to talk about. This is why, if people manage to to, to, to suffer suffer through our first uh, 10, 15 minutes of babble here, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to get to the trade everyone wants to talk about. Mister Nick Foligno. Um seems to me, yeah, from all everything I've read, the few people I don't have a lot of contacts worth mentioning, but I got a couple who are well in the know, and uh, everybody seems to be of the agreement that Nick Foligno was the big fish. This, yeah. this trade deadline that he was the player who every every other team was targeting and while people say that it's an overpayment to pay a first for nick felino man i don't think so he's a playoff he's, he's, the kind of, he's the kind of guy you need in the playoffs and when you put the price on the amount of cap that we had to dump to make that de- that deal happen yeah like that that's actually market value yeah. right? literally and we're forgetting that we even have raleigh nash like, Everyone is 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 brushing that off as a throw-in. If he plays like, one game in the playoffs and does anything at all, that was a great trade. Hundred percent. Oh, of course. Like we, I think he could honestly make it over some of the other players that we have right now in our lineup. Like he's definitely Again, a bottom. Yeah, like if, if someone's going to go down, it's going to be inevitable. So right? I mean, we so... got the bottom six guy. We have the extra defenseman or two. We have and the extra, extra goalie, yeah. and if Freddie comes back, I mean, we have another goalie for a run. Like I had run. a laugh. I know you guys seen the press conference today with Kyle Dubas, um, and he said something about how he believes Freddie uh, may come back this season, uh, if not definitely the playoffs. And I'm thinking, like, there's no way Freddie can even come back this season because the salary cap won't allow it. With the way LTIR and the salary cap with the playoffs works, he can't come back yet. Because we would I'm be sure over. Unless say, they sent a bunch of people down who would have to go through the waiver wire. And, like, you're not doing that. I don't know how waiver wire works right now. Like, if teams can still pick those them up or how it would work. But um, does that still work after trade deadline? I'm not entirely sure. But... I'm sure Dugas has his covered. He's definitely yeah. going to have a way that. Yeah, the, the, the math, like, if there's one thing I'm not worried about, is the math. No, definitely not. Works. There's some but I just feel like there. he's not coming back till at least playoffs. Boys, listen. I'm telling you about Freddie Anderson now. I don't think Freddie Anderson come back. Period. Why? No, because he he's not, not good when he comes back. If he comes back for game one, playoffs, you know how many we're going to win? None. Because he's terrible when he comes back. Cold. He's like this is not a. Oh well, Ryan. I can think of a time when he wasn't. No, you can't. Because no, he's always no. bad. October. October. He's terrible. Like after, after injuries, the... he's terrible. Yep. He after the way. break last year. Like I hope he does come back before the playoffs because I need him to get that out of the way. And get his get his stride back because when he's cold, man, he's bad. Listen, he's just not good. Can Jack he come with the hurt. Marlies? Like, is that a Listen. thing? No, he can't do that. Can you? Yeah, uh, he can do hey, Muzzin did it. Muzzin did it, did it before. Yeah, you can condition a goalie, same as you. Yeah. Because if it's so a bonafide injury, yeah. Put him down with the Marlies for a couple of games because, like, we honestly probably can't risk it until at the point. Well, I guess we can. Like, we're probably already so at a safe point. My in question: the, in the se- He can't come back in the season. So I'm making know. this real simple. If Jack Campbell needs a night off or gets hurt, and you got Freddie Anderson, Dave Riddick, I'm gonna pick Freddie. Well, he's Unless you do that, but I mean, if he plays a bad game and the next time that decision comes up, I'm like, well, I'll give Riddick a start. But big save, Dave. 100%. You got to give Freddie. You know what he's capable of when he's healthy, so you can't just count him out. I don't think. I know. No. I know. And I'll agree with you. 
I just don't want to see him his first game being game one against the Hex. No, I don't want to see that. No, either. good Jesus. No. I mean, I, I just I don't know if I'd be able to do it. I don't know. No, I just see bad written all over that that entire situation. But I'm don't uh, like it. No, but, but the just... Felino thing. I never even had a word in, but man, that dude's badass. Can't yeah, wait. Go to for see it, him. Jed. We, uh, me, me, yes, me can't wait for him to him. rip it up. Because that guy like is going to bring the, the computer up. Yeah, for the Leafs so much. Any team rolling in to face Zach Hyman, uh, Felino, uh, Simmons. I mean, they're not in for a good night. Where you're do we think he's going to Where do we uh, think he's going to line up? I'm glad you mentioned it. That was my next thing, Kylie. I have number no two. idea. I think number 2 um alongside John Nylander. Yep. But I mean, right now, that's where he starts for sure. That's where he starts, yeah. And then then Galchenyuk is Galchenyuk's job to work his way back up there if he's good enough. I'm fine with Felino in the bottom six too. I don't, I'm indifferent. I just don't want to see all the vets jumbled up in the bottom six. I don't think there's any need of that. No. Right? I don't think that's effective. Um, like Joe Thornton and Jason Spets on the same line. I don't even like that. While they've been no, positive, I wouldn't successful, like that either. I just don't like it. I just don't. It doesn't. It doesn't gel well with me, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, you, you got to think that's his spot. That's why they, that's why they went and got him to begin with. He's capable. He's been he's been a top six forward his entire career, you know, outside of his rookie years and you know working his way up. But since he since he got the gig, he's been uh, he's been a top six forward and a capable one. His numbers have fallen off dramatically in the last two or three years. He was never a he was never a bona fide superstar in the league. But I mean, he's capable of your twenty Hello. thirty. I wouldn't say that he's he's had some really good seasons of like what hundred over hundred points. Mm-hmm. Did he get he over hundred points? <clears throat> Joe Thornton. Um, no, 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 no. I'm talking about. Uh, Felino. Oh, Felino. No. Okay. Jeez. I thought you said Joe Thornton. I was like, no. Okay. No. no. When Keep you said 100 points, I was like, holy frig, no. <laughs> when did that happen? I'm just. We know um, what? I, I'm going to read out some tweets that people said about Nick Felino if you want to hear some. Sure. If you're curious. You're good. Um, I just, because I just searched up his name because I'm just curious what people are, how people are like feeling about it because I was on Twitter and, um, a lot of people are hot and cold. So, because, well, this was before we heard Taylor, Taylor Hall was going where and blah, blah, blah. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. wanted Taylor Hall. Um, and, of course, a lot of people wanted Nick Felino, But they are saying. Going into a, a seven-game series with the Bruins, if that happens, I'd rather have our guy 100%. than their guy. Like, that's literally what like what I said to you guys today. Like, look at both rosters, the Bruins and the Leaves. Which one would you rather? Can you uh, put it this way? If you're rolling into Boston with that team, would you rather face Boston with Hall or face Boston if they had gotten Felino? Right. I would not want to face Boston with Felino. Holy oh, crap. I wouldn't even watch it. They're hard enough to watch no. Columbus no. with Felino. I know it's hateful. Felino and Dubois made life so miserable. And Jenner yeah. and Anderson. I mean, yeah. they were. They got, yeah, it's nose. sad to see that team getting stripped apart now. But it was, it was well constructed, it, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. But okay. Um, at J Fresh Hockey, he said Nick Felino, reportedly acquired by Toronto, is a defensive specialist, top six forward who doesn't bring much of anything offensively, whether it's play, driving, production, or finishing. That's what that one guy said. And he has like a, neat little graph that nobody can read because it's just a bunch of acronyms um another guy said nick felino is not the player he once was and came at a very high acquisition cost but is a terrific fit for his defensive ability and yes his grit 
and it's a bargain after salary retention. Uh, one last one. Nick Felino is an extremely good defensive forward. Do not expect him to score much, but he will help Toronto a lot. That's I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm okay with that. What we wanted. I'm okay exactly with what that. We needed. We got And that's scoring. why we didn't get Taylor Hall. Right? Yeah. Because we, we don't need we don't need someone to score. Nick Felino's old man is a legend, not because he scored every goal, but before no. he, because he scored ones that mattered. Right. right. And we so, just need somebody to that's gonna stick up for players, that's gonna I've seen so many videos of him in the last twenty four hours like knocking people out or fighting people and so so much just, as so much like, as I'd like to think that when the least win the cup is gonna be Matthews with a wrister from the slot, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be <sighs> it's gonna be a Jason Spezza pounded in off, off the goalie's backside or Nick Felino deflecting one silly. from the high slot. It's gonna be something like that. And well, those are the six guys. slots had a rebound and, yes. and you know. You know, the Brett Hall foot in the crease. It's going to be something like that. And yep. and Nick Felino is the kind of player who's going to get that job done. Yeah. Um, or help get it done, he, yeah. He's just going to, yeah. I mean, if, if you're going into a, a five-game series against the Habs, it's most likely going to be our opponent, which I am, every time I say it, my stomach rolls. I, I don't even know if I want to watch it. That's true. I'm going to, oh, obviously. I'm all in. I mean, okay, our Maybe. other options is Winnipeg or... Or Edmonton, like what do you want? I'd rather anybody, and the Habs aren't even very really? good. Yeah, because oh it, my god, I'm I not just, worried about them. It just torments me. I'm just so I'm I'm a damaged soul. I know I, I don't like them either. But honestly, oh I would take the Habs over to Sins. I know they're not making the playoffs. No, but like, I want to get god, together yes. with my Habs buddies and watch this yeah. and just chirp the entire night. It's gonna be like 100. percent Like well, it's gonna be probably chair. the Leafs and the Habs. <laughs> Because, like, this is the one and only opportunity for this to ever happen ever again, for all we know. I just wish I could fly up there and go see us. Oh, you know. I I just really hope by then that, like, nah, it's not going to happen. Never mind. Well, listen, I, I'm always encouraging Patty to buy lottery tickets because I know if he wins, he'll take us. So, but the thing is, can we go? If there's nothing to do. Yeah, not We're this gonna year. We're going to stand out Maple Leaf Square. Like, no, we we're not allowed. We can't go this year. We're going to be in quarantine for two weeks. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so, Nick Foligno. Uh, that's where he's gonna. That's where he's gonna sit. We've talked about his expectations from a goal scoring perspective. What yeah. about some intangibles that he brings? I mean, the guy's been a captain for what six yes, years in Columbus. Exactly. Yep. The we captain have another of a leader. team. The captain of a team who was noted for working hard. Yes. So you you don't think that that kind of mindset stems from the top? Work ethic and lead like, by example. That kind they of had stuff. captain of a Tortorella team. Right. That's exactly yeah. right, Chad. That's what I was. He's thinking. a player Not who Tortorella liked. Yeah, and he don't like many people. My favorite tweet of the entire—I know what you're going you know to say because I was just thinking about it. <laughs> yes, favorite tweet from yeah, the entire the trade one? deadline. Stop spoiling! You're stealing my. I know, thunder. but is that one? I know, yes, but you don't, you don't know what I'm going to well, okay. say. Okay, we just need to make sure we're on the C. We're on the same level. We're on the same wavelength. Up. Yes. Don't mess it up, Ron. She's... Go. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> reports have John Tortorella has already benched the first round draft pick acquired from Nick Foligno. Yeah. I laughed out loud. Yeah. Like, it wasn't I just know. a it was LOL. Good, yeah. I actually yeah. went. Right? That's so, so good. It's it's so funny that like obviously we have the same stuff coming up in our Twitter feed. It's probably because yeah. we all log in on the same Twitter. We all follow, we all the, follow same the same people. That's yeah, the problem, right? Mm -hmm. While yeah, least, while so, least Twitter uh, is huge, there's there's still only. No. Every now and then I come across a new person and I'm like, whoa, I haven't seen you before. Like follow. Like there's mm -hmm. always so many, but for the most part, there's like a tight knit 
group on Twitter. And no, I think my new favorite is Omer from Pension Plan. Isn't he not? Yeah, he he has all the, all the video too. clips and stuff. Yeah, is that, everything. Uh, TikTok Omer, you're talking about? TikTok yeah. Omer. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to TikTok Omer. We'll tag him in this uh, in this episode when we post up. Yeah, he is great. Love his stuff. Yeah. He has. Um, yeah, he's and right after the play, like there's no there's no delay. Oh, it's, it's yeah. My, one of my yeah. first stops for everything. No. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's fantastic. I think he's on a and podcast funny too, too, actually, if I'm not mistaken. I'm yeah, not they sure. do have a pension plan podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. he, he's he's great. It's really good stuff um but yeah i mean for the most part you're following the same, everyone's following the same stuff around and what uh, felino now is going to say for account how accountability you have simmons and felino in there these guys are going to lead with example and they're going to lead by like pounding people i want I mean, to make a point we need that with oh, regard yeah. to that that exactly i'm so glad you brought it up because i had forgotten um i thought that i had today when i was sitting there stewing in my own uh off in dreamy dreamy land i had to take the wife actually to the hospital today nothing serious she just had to go oh. for an appointment um but shout out to leslie of course shout out to liz who's asleep upstairs um she uh she had to go for an appointment so i had i didn't have to bring her in but i had day off so i went to and the kids were at school and all that good stuff so anyway long story short with covid i'm not allowed in hospital i knew that when i went in so i had lots of time to sit back in the car so i'm sitting there you know you know casually scrolling twitter and doing my thing that you do when you're bored and you have time Uh, and i start thinking i'm like grit and accountability and fighters that is something you need for the playoffs however that only matters if it's a player who's getting an acceptable amount of ice time otherwise it's just a goon Mm. so i think clifford that's exactly while while physicality and grit is important it's not on your fourth line no that's why a player like nick felino who can play in your top six and is going to log 18 20 minutes at some games Hard minutes and penalty kill on the ice, delivering the body checks, picking up for for other players when they're when 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 they're knocked on their ass. Like he's going to be in there, gloves in people's faces, cross checking people in the back, which you're supposed to in front of the box, right? I think like for twenty minutes. Going back to going back to what we were talking about earlier, like do players you know think like whatever when they go to a new team? Um, I honestly think. For a player like Nick Foligno, just even the couple of videos that I've seen of him over, like I said, the last 24 hours, he seems like, I feel like, or I should say, when he comes in and knowing his father played here, so there's already that, you know, I don't know what, uh, motivation. Um, and he once he meets the guys, I think, and like Campbell, I'm sure he probably knows some of them. Like I know Matthews and him has a relationship or any of the guys from U.S. development. He's good friends like with Spezza, apparently. Yeah, they played together in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like, even if there was that kind of mentality, uh, I think that would completely change. Like once you and get Duba to know people, yeah, they had, uh, people had testimonials for the players they were bringing in. People knew the players and said they already knew what the work ethic was. Yeah. They already and know they, what their team, Dubas like what their teammate get, they are. He's not going to get someone who's nah. going to flake. No. Right. No, he doesn't just so, go take a chance. No, no. And, and it's not as so much as calculated. people like to think that this is all about, Goal scored, gains played, fights uh, fought in, hits delivered. Yeah, that's the stats end of it. That's not the only thing that these GMs look at. I mean, we had a very detailed conversation, uh, shameless plug episode four, the Dean McDonald episode, where Dean, who, by the way, is the owner of the Newfoundland Growlers here locally, uh, Kelly Cup champions, uh, Dean went into great detail about... Yep. Went into great detail about uh, our... uh, basically our, our head of hockey operations glenn stanford and he's a very very knowledgeable man and 
like Dean said, he said, it's amazing how many people reach out to Glenn. And Glenn is, a, you know, from an NHL perspective, uh, he's fairly far removed. But there's that fraternity of hockey guys who know who players are, who know how they came up through the systems, who played with this guy, who coached with this guy. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more to deciding what player you want to acquire than just saying this guy has logged uh, 27 points in 39 games. You know, yeah. there's more to it than that. And yeah, uh, it's personality. It's, you know, I love Joe. And again, okay, if we're going to go doing shameless plug, shameless plug episode three, Mr. Joe Bowen. Joe Bowen. Episode. <laughs> also, by the way, our, uh, our most viewed podcast episode to date. Um, although Patty Phillips is oddly catching up fast, he's a bit of a legend. Uh, shout out That's to the CBN area. He's, you know? Yeah, he's just he's famous in Newfoundland for all you. You want to know what's hilarious though? Like uh, the beauty him. is owning a YouTube channel, you get to see the analytics. You know, you get to see the graphs yes. and the stats and stuff. Yeah. And the trajectory on Patty's episode, for God knows what reason, was like this. <laughs> it was like almost because- vertical. It's because we had, you know, I, I don't know what I was going to say. It's because it's like, Patty. It's Listen, Patty. Everybody yeah, loves like, Patty. It's just the way it is. He had, knows right? He's yeah. probably at work, too, like, telling all of his, like, colleagues, all of his, like, clients, like, oh, hey, watch me. How do you do? Yeah, I love <laughs> him. Love good him. guy. But, yeah, we got to get you on with us, Chad. It was fun. It was good. When I, when I, when I, I seen the graph, and it was like this, and, like, the Joe Bowen episode was, like, you know, the other way, and, like, you know, slightly oh, yeah. was, like, that's wild. When you, know, you sent me the link, funny. when you sent me I the link, I was like, "Wow, the poster was on this." <laughs> Come on, guys! It was so last minute because, yeah, like, yeah. and that was awesome. I'm glad you did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. was just we, it, different, right? we were so just going to do the oh, yeah. two of us, and we said, "You know what? Let's reach out to him and see if he'll, he'll jump on." And he was on literally two minutes flat. Like, "Yep, let's go." <laughs> this is like eleven yeah. thirty, twelve o'clock in the night because the game didn't start till I nine. Know, I, I don't and think. I had slept. I wasn't feeling well. I slept through the entire third period and right through like when I was supposed That's to do the podcast. Okay. I know you literally woke up and messaged us like literally right. As we ended too. It was like 1 30 in the morning. We're like, <sighs> all right, back it up, back it up. That's anyway, it. That's it. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. it Sorry. To, to the Joe yeah. Bowen episode. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, yes. So that's like a couple of comments ago. Joe <laughs> Bowen was on our podcast, but Joe Bowen also tweeted today and he tweeted that he's known the Felinos for years. And yeah. he said, there's no better person out there. Basically, that's more or less not mm-hmm. quote him, but no better person that at least could have acquired other than uh, the Nick Felino. And yeah. uh, and that he's really happy to come on board, and that he had said to Joe, "Let's go get an effing cup," you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I got no doubt in my mind that the Leafs got the player they needed and the best available yeah. player for their needs. They didn't need Taylor Hall. I would have been fine with Taylor Hall. Don't get me wrong. I would have been mad if this morning I woke up and there was another first overall pick. No, right. But no. When uh, when they got Nick Felino, I was like, yes, yes. Yeah, I want competitors, and that's what I want. And um, so happy with Nick. Felino, it's another one of these hardworking veterans. Never got the cup, always won it, got a chance, won't spoil it. Let's go. Right. And always dreamed to play for the Maple Leafs. Like, yeah. he knows he did. He even said, like, I got here in front of me, actually. Um, he said, the This Buffalo is something kids, I got to know? witness. I'm not sure where he's No, he's from Sudbury, they said. But I thought he played for US. So I'm so confused. Anyway, um, he uh, said, This Canadian is something. American, I know that. Yeah, I think he must have a dual. He sure. has dual. Because he I'm pretty sure, like I was actually saying that to Adam and I still haven't looked it up to know for sure. I'm pretty sure he was one of the players who with the dual he could choose, I think. 
who he was yeah. going to represent at the Olympics, whether it be Canada or U.S. And I, he went with U.S. because I guess maybe because he was living in, living there at the time. But uh, well, anyway, have a higher spot in the roster. Too. I mean, uh, Nick Foligno, not not the no knock on Nick, but his chance of, of cracking the U.S. lineup too is much yeah. better than cracking Team Canada in the years when he, when he was trying to make it, right? Yes. You're talking yeah. about the Brad Richards, Jeff Carter, Ryan Getz, last Sidney Crosby years. Sydney, yeah. Right, yeah. so trying but, to crack um, as, a, as a center there. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. not happening. But I do want to say this. He wrote, He said, um, this was like yesterday, of course, this is something I got to witness as a young kid. And now to have the opportunity, and now to have that opportunity come full circle and be able to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's a dream come true. So... He's pumped yeah, to come. I mean, he's going to wear yep. his old man's number. You know, his, he's. He, I was hoping he was going to wear his old man's bucket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That he, is, uh, yeah. You and 20 million other people. One thing that stood to me in his first interview after the trade was, uh, I can't remember, I think it was the uh, the one organized by the Leafs, because uh, um, Buddy Keel, Steve, uh, Dave or Steve Keel from the Leafs was the moderator. Um, anyway, long story short, um, during that interview, he talked. When he when when he was asked about his dad, he talked in depth about the conversation that he had with his dad after the trade. Of course, like anybody, if tomorrow I was traded to the Leafs from this podcast, they said, you know what, what we really need is Ryan Gates on the wing. I'd call my dad first. So oh, yeah. the the first person that Nick calls, of course, is his old man. And uh, and when he was telling the story about talking to his dad, he was just smiles from ear to ear. And he, he, he was having trouble expressing Sweet. how happy his dad was. Cause you know, you know, obviously his old man, same thing, you know, connections yeah. to the team. He, his old man's most memorable moment as a player was that 93 goal overtime, five to four. Yeah. Win. So yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the jump, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, he's got a connection. The connection is there. Even without the connection, he's still the player that we needed. So yep. all that tied together, I have no issue. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't finish off the trade talk by gently touching on the Riley Nash acquisition as well as part yes. of that trade. We mentioned it, mm -hmm. but um, Riley Nash, do you think he slots into the lineup or is he another depth move similar to the Ben Hunton deal? Um, you know, with the rolling fourth line like they've been doing, I don't. I wouldn't doubt he, like whenever he's healthy, if the fourth line isn't, like really performing yeah i don't know i could see him sliding in some night like if especially if someone needs a night off after a little bit banged up because we're all in agreement correct that pierre engvall no longer has a roster spot starting when With, soon as yeah. soon as quarantine is over right for nick Felino. yeah for nick Felino, 100 he's taxi squad material all day long they're not yeah well, I mean, that's not going me. and like i said unless they do a whole thornton take a break like i don't mean like a long break just like scratch them here and the there i think they're going to have to rotate yeah they're going to have to rotate between him and wayne simmons i think honestly because yeah. if i yeah. had to if i had to choose they are the weakest links of the group <laughs> yeah like, and, i mean I, <laughs> but, i've even read a little bit of doubt on wade simmons already i'm like i'm not ready to give up on no wayne. goodness no it's just i don't expect those guys to uh play like the young guys are going to play and bring it every time like i mean they're no they got a lot of wear and tear now. a lot of high yes moments. you know um i do have um riley nash's stats in front of me if you guys are interested um so this season he played 37 games uh he had two goals for five and five assists for seven points which is not great um nope. last year he had 64 games played for 14 points 
uh, that being five goals, nine assists. Um, I'll do it a year before. He had 78 games played for 12 points, three goals, nine assists. Now, the year before that, he was with Boston. He played 76 games, and he had 41 points, right. uh, 15 goals, 26 assists. So, And he also has some years. I'm not going to completely read them out. Um, the year before that, 17, 22, 25, 24, um, going right back to when he played for Carolina. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the man is 31 years old, so mm-hmm. he's getting up there. No doubt. Uh, he was born in May, so he's actually soon going to be 32. Or actually, no. It says he was born in 1989, but he's already 31. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And oh, my God, it's yeah. 2021. I'll be okay, guys. I think it's 2020. <laughs> I'm getting sleepy. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, he's obviously declining. He's, he might be somebody, maybe he's our rotation between him and Thornton. Well, right? He's going to play low minutes, kill penalties. Yeah. Get in front of pucks. Which is... You know, and I mean him, duty. him and Felino coming from the same team, like yeah, they definitely knows, they might get on a line together. I don't know if they, I doubt they played together in Columbus, but um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I haven't really looked up too much on him. There's just been so much the last couple of days, but I was more or less just interested because soon as I heard he was coming. Um, of course, somebody tweeted, sure, he just went off on LTIR two days ago. I was like, mm-hmm. they're doing the Patty Kane. I knew right away as soon as I seen that. And I was like, retro, I was even Googling LTIR, seeing if they could retroactively put a player on it, aka Freddie, yep. which they can. They um, and they did. So I knew right away. I was like, oh, God, something juicy is going to happen, yep. which I'm very glad it did. So, so all in all, I mean, no roster players given up. I mean, no. and, uh, besides, I mean, yeah, and I'm okay with that. I feel like his last game the other night, like, was just kind of their last little. Mm-hmm. Let's give him one more, one more chance because it was him, I bet, or somebody else that they were going to include. And then I don't know who. know to get Stefan Nosen with uh, Felino. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's definitely going to be AHL. He's hey? going to be Marley. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, forgot about uh, that. I mean, it came with a price tag and an understandable one. And so I'll get to do with the supply and demand. I bet there was a lot more people calling for Nick Felino than. Yeah, uh, I feel Taylor like Hall. I mean, that's what I needs. said too. I think there they probably. Less, there was a lot less teams offering a first round pick as the catch. That's yes. Right. So yeah. I'd say Columbus picked that their, high, high salary too. Columbus you, picked the two or three that they were willing to actually make deals with and went to Felino. I'd say and said, look, here's your choices. Well, listen, big shout out to uh, one of my go-tos when it comes to all this stuff, uh, Mrs. Kylie Murn, who, by the way, about three weeks ago, said after the after Lettinen deal that I think there might be more to this with Columbus than just a Lettinen deal for a goalie. I'm like, mm, yeah, maybe you're right. Yep. And then there's a Riley Nash trade for cap space. I'm like, oh, well, Kylie was right. There is something more. Then I said it was an IOU. The crown jewel. The crown yeah. jewel. So. Big hats off to our uh, our Leafs insider. Obviously, it's funny well that you you mentioned that because I didn't want to bring it up the other night when Patty was saying, "Remember Patty?" Well, of course, if you watched it, Patty was saying that was his target, his potential wannabe. Was he wanted Nick Foligno? Yeah, me too. And yeah. I actually thought about that. I was like, man, I think it's possible because of what happened with letting yeah. and I didn't want to get into it just in case he didn't see the episode. I would have had to explain myself, but uh, it's funny that you brought that up, Ryan, because yeah, 
I've been thinking it was going to happen for a while. So as soon as he said it, I was like, man, that's so true. But I wasn't thinking we were going to get Felino. I was thinking we were going to get a different player. I was Um, actually thinking we were going to get a demon. Raquel or someone. I was wondering if Raquel was going to make the way over. And I bet you that was an an option today. I think so, too. Well, they weren't talking to Anaheim only for Ben Sutton. Or Ben Sutton. There was other I mean, reasons they were talking there as well. I would imagine it's like everything. And everything. It's, it's, like just, I mean, it's just like this. This trade didn't. It's not like Dubas called up Keegan Line and was like, you know what we really need is a fourth or fifth goaltender. Yes, right? exactly. We, that's what we really need. Yeah. They were obviously but in conversation need... many, many times before yeah. this, and all these little bits like Kylie had predicted way back when. Uh, all this <laughs> stuff tied together, and and it's not Valerie just Cap. a. It's not just what you see today, like the, the, the trade that you've seen from the deadline is the trade that everyone's talking about is the two fourth round picks. Of course, one split to San Jose and a first, and we got Nick Foligno. That's not the trade that that's that's today's portion of it. The trade is seven players or six players. Essentially. Yeah. If you you tie that all together, which is one conversation that was split over three segments for a, for cap reasons, B for flexibilities, you know, like there's a whole bunch of reasons why it was split up because Dubas and and Brandon Pridham are, basically geniuses wizards and yeah. Keegalainen is smart enough to go out and get something for himself he did well as yeah. well Keith i feel Linen like had, had was the winner on draft day by the way he got two first round draft picks out of oh yeah, yeah he, he did go yeah right? but i feel like back when back when that first GM. deal was done back when that free first deal was done with Lennon, columbus was already rocky it was more or less all right I, I we can't do a deal now leafs couldn't do a deal because they wanted to wait to the very last moment because of the cap thing and the prorated uh, salaries um Kegelina didn't want to do anything too hasty knowing okay well we might have a shot like let's wait mm-hmm. and see talk call me in a couple weeks let's do what we can do now because it really makes no difference to either one of us it gets me a d-man who can, i can slot in next week and then get you a, a, a goalie that you can put on the marley's whatever it makes no difference it's just money in money out little money and mm-hmm. now here we are I don't know. I mean, like I said, I've predicted it, but I just, I felt like, cause that was so silly. Like you said, Ryan, back then that night on that podcast, you think he picked up the phone and said, you know what? I really need a a goalie who's played nine minutes of NHL experience. Like, no, the more you talk about it too, the more you got me thinking, I was like, no, she's on to something here and really got me digging deep into cap friendly got me digging deep into lot roster lineups in Columbus and and I knew obviously knew Felino was, one of the big names out there anyway everybody was talking about him but yep. uh but yeah it really got me thinking and and you were bang on so you know props to you for seeing something that i didn't I just, see right away i honestly yep. just didn't think it was going to be as big as a splash as felino because no, I, me just, too. I honestly I'm, believed i, was I didn't think this was going to go well yeah i didn't I think really he was going to go Savard, the, the yeah. rental route i didn't think he was going to do the rental thing and then i thought he might have tried to target a d-man but then when well, we see, had that I, struggle there a couple weeks ago, everything started to change. I really, that's what I think happened. Because Savard, I think, may have been a potential person too, if this would, I, I would have been a I don't want bigger to be splash. The, uh, I don't want to be the guy who looks back and says, you know, who's in the, uh, you know, uh, looking over your shoulders 2020. Um, yeah. Because personally, I thought the greater need for me, if I'm GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I'm not, obviously, for obvious reasons, I'm doing a podcast and I haven't got time to manage the Leafs. Um, <laughs> But my 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 need, I thought, would have been to have a like right now we've got we went and we picked up a forward who's here and we picked up a defenseman who's like here, right? I thought the need was to get a defenseman who was up here and a forward who was down here. 
I thought a depth forward who was good would have been an adequate add to that team. And I thought, no, okay, let's really shore up the defense. Let's go get a guy who's capable of logging 20 minutes who we throw him in the bottom six and you split your minutes more evenly, rest people up, get, you know, spread it out. That was my approach to trade deadline. If I'm, if I'm the GM, I'm not the GM. Mm-hmm. So no. I, I, I'm not going to be one of those guys that says, no, no, I would have done exactly what Dubas done. So I wouldn't have, but do I appreciate what he done? Do I see how that makes sense? How that's an approach? Yeah. Hell yeah. That second line, I, I, I do believe that that missing piece was big and it had to be someone big to go on a second line because you have Galchenyuk for cheap. Yeah. And, and another thing is, go ahead. There's a bigger need than cheap. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And like what I was going to say is, yes, there has been some need on the defensive side, but if those couple tweets that I did read, because again, Columbus is not a team I've seen a whole lot of. Actually, funny enough, when me and Adam went to Toronto on our first trip, we actually seen them play Columbus, but the main reason was we seen them play Boston. But anyway, that's off topic, mm-hmm. you know me. Um, oh. But I actually just haven't seen them play too much. So I didn't really know much about the guy other than the playing rounds last year and the two times we probably played him the year before, you know, and in recent years. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell but you something knowing about... Go ahead, he's sorry. a defense. Sorry, I was just going to say, knowing that he is a defensive-minded forward it feels kind of both very yep right it feels like another yeah and like i i no offense because with riley screwing up like he did tonight a couple times i mean everybody has bad games they they all had a kind of a bad game tonight it just gives us another maybe kind of someone like a mariner we can put someone faith in someone who is very defensively minded and did speaking i know we're going back to the game again but there was one play early on (laughs) where the habs broke in and for some ungodly reason, Riley went to the wrong side of the net. He was stood up next to TJ Brody, yeah, and left. No. his guy was like wide open in the slot. Yeah, I they like, even. I was yeah, like, "What I are had, you doing uh, now?" Things like that in the game. Campbell bailed him out big time, but yeah, no, Riley's defensive yeah. game has, hasn't been stellar. But again, we talked no. about that a couple episodes ago too. It's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's really not his gig. That's why they got TJ Brody. So he's, he's going to make the odd mistake, but he's going to make the odd great play and 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 pump in some points too, like he did tonight. So, yeah. um, we got time, guys, uh, for a quick episode of Yes by No by. You game? Okay. Do it. Yep. All right. Yes by the uh, Yes by No by. This is our our favorite segment. This is our fan favorite segment as well. Um, it's an episode where we use the word Yes by to answer a question. I'll throw some hot takes or some some uh, interesting uh, stats to uh, potential stats to my co-hosts and they'll answer with yes by or no by and if you're not familiar yeah. yes by is used yes in newfoundland no yes by no by several yes, no <laughs> yeah. so i'll run a little definition down here you'll see it pop up now very shortly um oh there it is right, right there um you'll see it and uh explains that yes by means a lot more than just yes or no in newfoundland it can mean a ton of things so but anyway we won't get hung up on that Yes, by no by the uh, trade deadline edition brought to you by Deke Snipes Elite Podcast. We've Do got. It. I'll start off with some stuff that's non-trade related first because I got a couple okay. of trade related, a couple that are not. Sure. Uh, Mitch Marner. Roll at me. Mitch Marner. He's more valuable to the Toronto Maple Leafs than Austin Matthews. Yes, by or no by. Oh, silence! It's like Sophie's yeah, choice. Yes, by. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. No by. Yes, by which means I can't believe you just asked me that. Yeah, no, by. Yes, by. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know. You know, what? I'm gonna have to say no, by, and that sucks because it makes you feel like you said something bad about Mitch. 
I, mean, I know. You have this I honestly elite goal scorer in Austin Matthews, elite. and you have an elite playmaker in Mitch. You know, I bet you if you put it to the public, it would be pretty split. Yeah, I'll go with my Austin just because it's like he's picking just that yeah. little Who's bit. Who's your favorite chihuahua? Right, that's what I was just gonna say. It's like picking your favorite child. Like you'd never be able to do you it. You totally have one, Carly. Yeah, but listen, the rules of the game are you have to answer, Carly. Chad, answer. <laughs> what is your answer? Yes, by or no uh, by? Choose your favorite okay. child. Choose your favorite puppy. Oh my god! I'm not being my puppy. This was Mitch and Austin. They're not my like puppies. puppies. No, no, yes, by or no by. Mitch oh, is an MVP. Don't look at me like that. The team. Um, they know we're talking about them. Um, okay. Oh, I can't. You go first. You go first, Ryan. I'm an I'm a yes by. I am a yes by that Mitch Marner is the most valuable player on this team. Why? Because he led the team in scoring ever since he was a rookie. Okay, that's that's Assist. factual stuff. Well, points. Yeah. Uh, while Matthews was highly productive without Marner, he's playing at a superstar elite level with Marner. Yeah, he is, and he so. kills penalties really well. Yeah, really that's well. not, he, bring, that's literally he brings mine. that youthful exuberance to the team that I think is infectious. Uh, yeah. But just from a play perspective, I don't think like must Matthews sitting on now 32 goals. Yeah, Matthews doesn't have 32 know. goals nowhere near right. that if he's playing with with Nylander instead of Marner. Marner is Marner's, putting them, Marner's putting them on a dish like he did for Tavares when Tavares scored 45. All right. Yeah. And that's so, that's I, what I've been saying all year is wrong with Tavares. So no Excuse knock on me. the greatest goal scorer in the game currently because that I know I was going to use that as a yes by no by, uh, but I think it's an obvious yes by. He's the greatest goal mm-hmm. scorer in the league right now, and it's too that was too easy of a question. I like to make it hard on you guys. Yeah. So that's my reason for the yes by. A little bit backwards to Chad's, but both respectable. So you got to break break the tie. Uh, yes by no by. Kylie Murren. Rubber match decision. My God, it's really, really tough. Like you, it is because you're the they're one who both. Got to work in the morning, so you with, I know they're both. They're both elite players. Okay, I'm gonna say no buy. <sighs> Damn it, lose again. I'm sorry. Why, why are you gonna say no buy? Because I feel like anybody can be an elite passer. Like Jason Spezza, if you put him up there with what? with Austin Matthews, like it, only for the <laughs> speed. Now I do see now and now I feel stupid because I honestly now no, I think there's I know, a lot of a things about thing Marner there. that's better because Marner can play defense. Then Joel again, Thornton's so can beard just grew three inches when you said anybody can be an elite passer. <laughs> Matthews can play defense too, though. It's just they don't really allow him to. Like he is the he best need, like stick lifter, takeaway or ever. So yep. that was my train of thought. It's like, okay, wait, Marner's better because we we like his defensive game, but I mean Austin Matthews got just as damn good as one. And you know they what? just he don't can, play as much on the power. Mitch doesn't pen, get that many goal. assists unless the person he's passing to has a very good gift to score goals. Which is AKA Austin Matthews no, or John, John Tavares. I'm talking about Jason Allison, master of the second assist here. I'm talking about Mitch Mariner, who creates. Goals. I know. Right? We're not talking it. about a guy who, who happens to it's, pass it to a guy. It's really a guy hard. Like, All right, because, I'm going to end that one because yes, Carly's struggling too hard. Yeah, she's, it's she's, too much. That'll keep me up tonight. Honestly. I'm ruining her life with that question. If Austin Matthews and Mitch Mariner were in the same draft, who's going to get drafted first? Austin. Every time, I think. Yes. And it's sad think, because Mitch don't correct. get the recognition that he do deserve 100%. He doesn't. And it's not by like and a long shot. I mean, it's just he. he they're both a dream. 
They it's, are literally it's ridiculous a duo how good they are. It yeah. is absolutely. Together. I get cold shivers. I got a goosebumps. Yeah, their chemistry. Thank you. Yeah, I don't like this real. game anymore. I don't like it anymore. No, okay, go to the next one. New next game, one, next, next one. episode. Getting sleepy. Well, you would like, you would like the one that I came up with the other oh day. Oh my god! To pick your poison. Who would you rather injure, JT or Matthews? Yes. You wouldn't like that game. <laughs> We're not going to put that negative karma out there. No. Um, mm. So speaking of number thirty-four, we just talked. We gave Mitch some love or some anti-love. Not really sure. Mitch, um, I can't believe you guys don't like Mitch Marner. Anyway. Um, Number thirty-four, Mr. Austin Matthews scores forty-five goals this year. Yes, by or no by? Oh yes, by. Forty-five. He's at thirty-two currently. Mm-hmm. And there's still fifteen games, fourteen games remaining. Oh. What did I? I did it on the Facebook. Group we thought he was going to get fifty. Yeah, I think he, he would have get forty-two or forty-four. I said. I uh, yeah, I, I know. I remember. No I, said I said forty-two 40. or forty. Yeah, so. No, no buy, but I hope it's a big old yes buy, obviously. Okay. Well, Chance there's how many games? 56, and we've played 42. So, I mean, there's still a few games Did left. Plus, he had three, games? three. He's going to have multiple yeah. goal games coming up. There's, I mean, it's gonna, right? It's, there's, it's, he had three goals two days ago. Like, yeah. imagine he does that once more. And then in between that, there's one and two goal games. Like, pff, it can easily happen. Or so you're, you're a yes right buy? Now. You're a yes buy? I think he really yeah. 40, I like your 45. optimism. Chad's a noble only barely. I want to say he'll definitely hit 40. I don't know about 45, but he'll That's definitely why hit 40. I didn't choose 40. He gets two tomorrow night. Because yeah. I got to make you, I gotta make you think. Tink? He's getting two, two tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. All yeah. right. Let's do Book it. Book it. Two tomorrow night. Yeah. All right. Well, for me, I'm a noble. I think the man gets 44 goals. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be that close. Okay. So, okay. I'll, I'll okay take it. That. I'll take it. Listen, I was getting ready to like. You when, know. when, like I said, I've said it many times again. And when I think back to my my years when I was in my peak fandom, I'm well, I'm peak now. Actually, I've never been more into it than I am currently. Same. But when I was a real diehard fan, was just after the Kessel trade, Fanuf was on board. I was, I was, I was all in. I was like, these, these guys with some tweaking and some. We thought, yeah, they we can, thought it was they can it. make some noise. They can be a playoff team and Bob didn't really pan out. But I, I remember, you know, Not 82 really. game seasons nah. sitting back and like Kessel's hovering around 28 goals, 29 goals. You're just waiting for him to pump in that 30th goal yeah. at game 79. And like Matthews puts up 30 in like the first 40 games of the season. I'm like, oh, it's just like, it's just, like it's, it's that it's that it's so, so stupid good that I don't even really know how to respond to it. So, um, yeah, the fact that we're even sad, talking like, about it, he's gonna he's gonna score 40 goals. I think we all know that. 40 goals in what? How many? 58 games. That's 56. that's 56. 56. That's ridiculous. And we're at what I said? We're at 42. We're at 32. I assume this is updated. 59 points. Yeah, we have games. Yeah, he's going He's going to score another eight goals in the next 14 games. Oh, at least. No question. And was he at 32? Exactly, guys. He's going to hit 40. going to happen. He's going to hit 40 before no the doubt. end of the month. Okay. I said he was going to hit 50, but only for the, the little skid that the team had and a couple games he didn't play. It wasn't play, the skid that the team had. It was the skid that Matthews had. This team is going to live and die through Austin Matthews. And yeah. Why well, actually. We said tonight it was funny that Matthew scored and it's, and the team lost because it feels so weird. Because yeah. usually when the team's on, or when he's on, I'm sorry, the team's tonight on. was a weird game. And it I was. I feel like it. they didn't even want to win it. I feel like they yeah. were just over it. They were like, get, we got Campbell. Sandbagging. Yeah. Get over the record over now. It. Apply for something different. Apply, apply, apply to win now next time, not to apply for records. Yeah. Um. One last, one last one. 
for okay, before I get into a trade. Holding one. in the ads. So this one is this one's much easier. You, like uh, I'm giving you this is a gimme for you guys. Is, you have to think about it a little bit, but it's not a hard one. It's not gonna it's not gonna get you losing sleep. Gal Chenyuk. Um, when he starts the game tomorrow night, is he gonna be on the first line? Yes, by or no by? No by. You don't think? No. Uh, only if. Not only because if of Keith any is reason. Like, okay, one day is not enough. One try is not enough. That's about Maybe. the only logic I can so say. So he has one really like good night where his line goes out and scores four goals, and he gets two assists. And he has one bad night where his line still scored. I don't think you're going to say that the guy gets, loses his job on the top line. Time. He wasn't terrible. The no, team I think was out. He might still bad be there bounces it was just montreal played over him it's like simple that's all it was montreal was the better you, got, you guys were ready to troll my chucky under the bus right quick. You know like, no, but... i know no, you but i don't i just I don't think no i just think knowing keith like he shuffles the lines all the time now then again being a back-to-back he might not so i don't but neilander still being out it's a chance yeah. That's I think not true. because he I'm played well enough. Yeah, I think it's because I'm going to be the guy who disagrees with you guys. I'm going to say yes, by he's on the first line to start tomorrow night. Because I don't think oh. I think Chief Keith's going to look at it and say he hasn't played terrible. No. Uh, I want to give the guy a chance to develop some chemistry, get his timing right, yeah. and he'll give him a shot. If he doesn't, yeah. I'm going to be a bit disappointed in Keith, to be honest. I really don't want to think... be busting his confidence already. No, I mean, you, you've 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 worked so hard to get him to where he is. You don't want to drop him to the third fourth line now. That's not. No, my goodness. Well, Even if they took him off the first, it was only to put Hyman up and then put him back say, to like, JT. That's how I was okay. saying. I'm okay like, with if that. they were going to take him off the first, it was for Hyman and they were just going to put him back with JT and um, like probably Mikheyev or something, which I yeah. actually think is Mikheyev and JT, I think, have really good chemistry. They're very similar, I find, and like they're playing. Like, I don't know. They're weird. They're not similar, but they are in some ways. Like, it's weird. I don't know. Try to play the same role, just differently. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. I don't know. I Or not, I shouldn't say they're similar. They just have chemistry. So yes, this is a quick one. No buy. Yeah. The trade edition. We're giving them some trade stuff. Nick Foligno, okay. our, new, our new stud so top six forward, is going to play on the power play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, buy or no buy. He has yeah, his entire career. We need to career. do something. Sometimes, but sucks. Sometimes, but maybe, but <laughs> maybe yes, maybe Come no. See, comes out. Perhaps, but you think Perhaps. he gets? You think he gets a regular shot on Perhaps. the power play right out of the gate? I power think maybe <laughs> because it's so shit right now. I yeah, mean, the power hurt. play is. The, they literally have had more goals scored against them on the last like forty power plays than they've had for them. So I seen that stat and honestly, I, I urged. I was like, yeah, they've, they've scored exhausting. two goals in the last thirty-seven power play attempts. They've had three goals scored against them while they were on I the think power they only play. Got one goal, <laughs> haven't they? They only get one power play no, goal. They, they end up with two. Yeah. But they're, 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 when they're, was the last time the Rangers made that real big run? But they went like over twenty-eight. Well, or something like that it. or they just never oh, wow. uh over the just... course of the last 38 power plays i think it is the leaves are a minus one minus one because they've had three power three shorty scored against them that's just putrid like it's so yeah. bad that it's, a, like, it's the weirdest is... bad stat ever and they're in first place like yeah man how how are they still paying that man but it goes to show you what a great team they are they're still first in the NHL. Well, maybe not tonight. When I they, think they're, lose when they pulled, tonight, they're still when they pulled a goalie. I said, like, that's the worst thing you could do. The boss plays better when they're even strength. 
Like yeah. when they have an extra I, man, they're I'd, worse. I'd rather leave Campbell in the net and then load up your top line, throw JT out there instead of Yes, whatever. don't take yeah. the No, that was a bad, bad, bad decision. I said this, if they score two the empty netters, I'm going to lose my mind. Seven on four. There you go. That'd be pretty cool. But they suck. They, they just can't, they cannot do it. They yeah. suck I, when I've they have got, an extra man. I've got a yes by no by here for you, which is okay. not least related. Leafs okay. important, but not least related. So, of the top four teams in the North, we know them. The Toronto Maple Leafs, Edmonton Oilers, Winnipeg Jets, Montreal Canadiens. Not in that particular order. No particular order, but that's your top yeah. four. Um, the least improved team after trade deadline day is the Winnipeg Jets. Yes by or no by? Least improved. Least Im- and we're just yeah, talking we'll the Canadian yes division? Yeah, from from start from 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 a week ago, from the from the time that uh, that Eric Stahl got traded. So you know, not just on a dead night. I don't want to just judge them on one day. Oh, but just the just the Canadian teams or just the top four teams? Just the yeah. top four Canadian teams. Oh, okay. Because the bottom three Canadian teams. Uh, yes, they got I agree. They're, I agree. They need defense. Yeah, man. they did nothing. They didn't get it. No, they There's got a D man who's not right. even really that great. Yeah, for oh, a six round pick. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm I'm going to say the Edmonton Oilers are the least improved team. Coming the cool well, maybe, well, yeah. Yeah, that's I, true. I, I like, just realized that, yeah, they never did. They still got nobody. Like, I mean, like, go, go, out and get, go out and get Taylor Hall back. Bring him home. Go do something. Make I think splash. if the Oilers would have had the... They got a lot of money, don't they? No, no, no. Okay. Next year they will. Um, because they didn't lose Nuge this year either. That's the other yeah. thing. Nuge needs a contract. And they got they 30 mil cap them. space next year. And I think... Ken Holland being who he is, I don't think he's going to make a big splash this year if he knows he's got a better plan next year and he doesn't want to muff that up. Ken Holland should be worried about his job. Um, yeah, 100%. What, I agree. I think his job my, is safe my thought, this year. My thought on it is, even with the addition of Jordy Ben, I think that the Winnipeg Jets are a mildly better team than the Edmonton mm-hmm. Oilers got by adding Kulikov. I don't even know who that guy is. <laughs> Yeah. It's all right, but I mean, they got Hellebuck, right? I mean, that automatically makes them better. Yeah, that than the makes others. them better because of they're a better team than yours, no doubt. But yeah, I, yeah, also think, I also think they're more improved because I think their addition makes more of an impact on their team than what they were. It's just that's just my opinion. It's totally Kulikov subjective. is improving their back end too, but it's still not a big thing. But no, I'd say Winnipeg, they really, you know, what? if they really want to make a serious push, they needed something bigger than Jordy Ben. If they were none, serious, listen, none of the Canadian teams really took it seriously. I mean, the Habs, the Habs, I mean, I mean, at least Felino, Dave Riddick, Ben. Yeah, yeah no, right. Did. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about teams like the Leafs in, 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 in Canada. Like well, the Habs added the a couple are... of depth defensemen and Jordan Stahl. The Leafs went all in. They're uh, swinging for a home run. O- Oilers and Jets really didn't do anything. I think no, that no. I think that the Canadian teams have reserved themselves to the fact that they're not going to make it to the conference final. I really believe that. I think that they've the Leafs have already psyched them out, which leads me. Yeah. To my last yes by no by, Kyle Dubas in twenty nineteen quoted a saying in nineteen. No, anyway, we quoted a saying: "We can and we will sign William Nylander, uh, Austin one. Matthews, Mitch Marner." Now, when he made that statement, did you envision three years later a lineup which also included, which didn't at the time? Included Alex Galchenyuk, Joe Thornton, Jason Spezza, Wayne Simmons, TJ Brody, and Zach Bogosian. No. Go nobody. Nobody. Nobody in the world not. envisioned that one, 
most people didn't think he could sign the three of them to begin with. Just three. You can't keep them all, dude. Can't keep them all. No, Four, can't, can't keep them all. Can't keep them all. You just spent Watch 11 us. million on Tavares. You can't keep them all. And he did. Mm -hmm. And then people said, oh, well, you got all your money spent. You can't build a team around him. I've never Raleigh. seen a more complete team wearing blue and white Finally. ever. Ever. And like, I don't and... even mean, I'm, I'm, I don't even mean like in my time as a Leafs fan. I mean, like, go, go back to the, to the books and look at their lineups. I mean, this is as good a team as you're ever going to see in blue and white, I think. Um, that's why I'm all in. I'm like, yep, yeah, this is the year. Let's do it. Get it over with. I'll, I can stop yeah. watching hockey. I agree. Um, so yeah, that was an easy question, but I wanted to lead that into um, just a, a huge shout out to our general manager. Who, if you don't win general manager of the year, it's only because it's yeah. massive. That was gonna be, I was going to add that nobody yes by. Yeah. It, do yeah, this. did he get it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does he get Again. the GM of the year? No, he deserves no it. He doesn't. He, he doesn't because he's the leave. He's they they already they've been talking about that on TSN and yeah. whatever Sportsnet. They will never like the whoever votes for that stuff. <laughs> whoever gets it, it's going to be an asterisk next to their name. I think. Yeah, but who's going to get think, it over you know, I think I'm a no buy because I'm a damaged fan. Realistically, yes buy. He gets he gets GM of the year. There's not I can't he I should. can't I can't see how you can put that team together with no cap space and people look at you and say no buy. You done a shit job as the GM. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, all the man right. all the man's done is make decisions that work. The only the only decision Kyle Dubas has made in his time as general manager as Toronto Maple Leafs that I don't agree with, and this is so minute was getting rid of Mason Marchman. I thought he was a good AHL player. He is. And, yeah. he's a, and you know what? He's a good NHLer right now. He's played well with Florida. So. Yeah. Anyway, big shout out to Dubas. Hats off. Mm -hmm. Hope you bring home an award this year, sir. Um, but on that note, guys, that's the end of the show. Carly, yeah, Hopefully that award awake. is the Stanley Cup. I really fought and hard to keep my eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to wrap this one up. It wasn't that as quick as we thought it was going to be, and that's all right. It never is. No. God almighty. I've never seen a crowd look chat like you guys, which is why you're here. So guys, if yep. uh, if you like what you heard, make sure to make sure to, to follow us on Twitter at Sally Deke. Uh check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Deke Snipe Sally. Our own website, which we're keeping updated as, as much as possible, uh ww.com. And yep. uh, of course you can listen to our audio podcasts on uh, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all the places you listen to your you podcasts. You name it. Yep. And we're picking up subscribers on the daily. So uh, I'm really Good. proud of what we're doing here. I'm really proud of you guys for, for, for supporting us. More importantly, I guess not really important, but more is an important announcement, I guess. We've got a merch line that we just merch is online. Finally, it's we have some people way. ask for it. Uh Kylie's is on the way to her house. So that's pretty that's wait. pretty pretty fast. Nice. I, I had to, I had to merch line up for approximately two minutes before I got my first order from Kylie. <laughs> you still I got couldn't my wait. Hat, Kylie. I really, yeah, I do actually, and I have this one too. Maybe we'll do like a little giveaway or something. Yeah, those are going to be special editions because they're local made. So yeah, had nice. the ball caps and toques are going to be local made. So we'll do a special order Support for those. Local. But yeah, if you if you like the podcast, and there's no big money in it, guys, for us on the merch, like we're talking dollars. Uh, oh, yeah. But it all goes it all no, goes towards keeping uh, keeping the uh, the site up and keeping uh, keeping us afloat. So, because uh, believe it or not, as cheap as podcasting is, it's not free. So, no. uh, thanks for no. those who because uh, we have received a couple of other orders from people who are not Kylie and not Chad. So, thanks to the people who are supporting the podcast. We love you guys um, and yeah, uh, and so keep much. listening. And if we start to suck, tell us and we'll just save you the trouble. We'll stop putting it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, we I mean, won't. Posters, listeners, for sure. Posters, <laughs> yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll be fine. 
<laughs> no, but uh, last but not least, we're on YouTube. That's where you're watching this if you're watching it. Um, make sure you hit the subscribe button there to Kylie's immediate left, right. I can't even tell. Everything's backwards online. Right above chat's <sighs> head. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Catch you next time. Peace out. Cheers.